The Aussie NFL Fantasy Show would like to acknowledge the traditional land owners and the leaders past, present and emerging of Ngunnawal, Ngambri and Darawal countries where we are working from today. This always was, and always will be, Aboriginal land. This is the Aussie NFL Fantasy Show. If you're saying Scott Josh Allen, then we're probably going to clob you. It's going to be tough because I'm going away from what, what the winning formula was from last week. Well, the problem is that could happen against Detroit as well, but... Aussie? That was just taking a shot at um, the Titans for signing the ghost of Adrian Peterson. <laughs> <laughs> NFL? And I don't like the foreskin, as we know, but uh, that person might come up later. Got to troll a few people. Well, some people were trolling me first about the Niners being fraud and now Eagles fans. Only comeback they had, I was Australian. Fantasy. It's not like you picked up like Paddy Mahomes or something. <laughs> no. <laughs> you were getting Daddy Dogs. And I was getting a third tight end. This is the Aussie NFL Fantasy Show. What, it, what do you play at a funeral? Um, just some sort of like sad tune? That is week 13. Maddie C here with Manjot and Taylor for the Aussie NFL Fantasy Show. Gentlemen, welcome to the Pleasure Dome. Manjot, how are you traveling this week, brother? Uh, going pretty well. A bit of a busy week. Wildcock fever still hitting tonight yeah. in Australia, playing at 2 a.m. So by the time this episode's out, you guys will know if we're in pain or if we're in glory, if we're in the brand of 16. So yeah. a lot of tension there. But look, I'm looking forward to the show. That comes before the soccer. Oh, mate, and a draw. That's all we... A win would be great, but a draw. We're hanging in for oh, a draw. We, oh, we got a win, though. We can't let Tunisia win and us draw. Otherwise, we'd be out. See, I'm all over the scenarios, as you can see, but... Yeah, yeah, we need to try and get a goal. That's for sure. We're not great at keeping clean sheets in the World Cup. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Taylor, you've been keeping a clean sheet over there, mate. <laughs> hey, you say pleasure dome as we walked in. This guy yeah. behind me took absolute pleasure in destroying my asshole, mate, on the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> he, he absolutely destroyed me with a 50-piece. So I just thought I'd throw a big shout-out to Joshua Jacobs, Jacobs. Uh, for a massive, massive week because I know I've taken my shots at him mostly other years than this yeah. year. I definitely wasn't against him this year. But, you know, I just had to do a shout-out to him because he's been phenomenal and he's just taken over running back one status for the season. So good for uh, Joshua Jacobs. Jacobs, yeah. He's got Yades, I guess. Um, killing it. <laughs> yep. Killing so it. was TC. TC just, just absolutely slabbered me. Yeah, he did. Taylor actually might be in possession of the best six and five team in all time. Six and six. Six and six. Oh, yeah, even. I'm sec- I'm second in points four uh, just behind Justin, and I'm six and six, and on the outside looking in. Yeah, you're having Justin's season from last year. This is the amazing yeah. thing, um, <laughs> is that he was, like, second in scoring and missed the playoffs. Like, like he literally finished, um, what was it, six and eight or something like that. It just yeah, it it was, made no it sense. Was, made no it was sense. unbelievable. But, look, if I didn't have the trophy in my possession from last year, I'd feel a little bit worse about it. So, yeah. look, it is what it is. I'm still technically a mathematical chance, and we'll hold on to that until I'm, di- until I'm absolutely buried in the ground. Are you drinking, like, um, like little nippers out of it in, uh, you know, sadness oh, for your, your oh, current mate, position? As soon as I'm, like, mathematically out of it, I'll just be drinking everything out of it until I've got to hand that bastard over. <laughs> why you haven't been doing that anyway i don't know what's wrong yeah with you, I'll look I all been, I did. i've been mixing it up and i'll probably send out a shitload of photos with it just just while i've got it fucking better mate because time i don't know if you miss the playoffs mate you you are gonna have to really pound the camera on that because mate yeah until you're mathematically out though i'm not counting yeah. you out because the second you get in 
you know, the problem is that your team could just really hit its straps. Uh, Man, you're, you're, you've had uh, a bit of a week fantasy-wise too, just real quick while we let Taylor talk about his fantasy there and getting <laughs> penetrated in all kinds of, you know, beautiful ways by Josh Jacobs. Did you own Jacobs in any spot? Oh, no, I tried to trade him two weeks ago in that big trade oh, I talked about last week. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I was trying to trade the three team for up. him. I was actually trying very hard. I was offering up Lamar for him or Allen for him. I, I wanted one of them. Maybe I was packaged over Kittle or something for Jacobs. Just not sure. But yeah, I was trying. I was trying my hardest to get him. Just Give couldn't get him. Go. Yeah, <laughs> but you know, I still got I still got Derek Henry. Bit pissed off though in that league with Derek Henry because he had that massive long catch and run and he fucking fumbled it on the two. And oh, you're Tra- talking about the trail on Burks touchdown. Yeah. yeah. What, what, what a play. Yeah, it was it was great, but man, it was Henry's touchdown, bro. I was I was so ready. I was yeah. like, Major was mad about it, and he's got going off in the chat about Derek fucking Henry. I'm like, is this Taylor just in Manjot's account? <laughs> so, yeah. I've got a league right where you get bonus points if you get a touchdown that's over forty yards, and it's basically oh, a shit. second touchdown, like it's a shitload. So it legitimately cost me like thirteen or fourteen points when he didn't oh. get the touchdown. Come on, man, you got to get that touchdown, Dehan, bro. Well, you the exact same it. thing happened with the Josh Jacobs touchdown for me in a league with the scoring's bizarre, and that last touchdown run scored me nineteen point one points for that play. <laughs> <laughs> and I won my game by 14 points. Yeah. <laughs> and he was yeah. injured. They weren't even sure if he was coming back out. Yeah. And Jacobs, he scored me 75 points in that league because, you know, the scoring is... Remember I said to you guys, though, I was pissed off when I heard, like, Jacobs was questionable even going in and he was a late addition to the injury report and yeah. normally that's a death sentence. That's a bad sign, yeah. And, and somehow he gets 33 carries or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was the complete opposite of what, what? like, you know, been, I was up against Jacobs and Carr and Astro and I'm like, just don't let, you know, the Raiders have been pretty shit on offense all season. I'm like, just, just be more of the same. Just don't be a blowout. And it was 37-34. Of course it was. Yeah, of course it was. Yeah. And just, like, <laughs> Look, just rinse and repeat, guys. Just rinse and repeat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The funny thing about me is the two yeah. teams I had, the one team started 0-10, one team started 1-9. Both those teams won their last two games. So I was like, where the hell has this been the first 10 weeks of the season? You guys are finally starting to cook Derek Carr and other ones that I just got triggered by when Derek Carr was mentioned. I was like, damn it. Derek Carr, Derek bro, Carr. you're literally, you're literally on my team, and yeah, not good. But yeah, in those leagues, I mean, Cooper Cup was one of the players in in the one and nine league. That's now three and nine. But yeah, hey, who yeah. would have thought you just had to take Cooper Cup out to make that team better? Yeah, I dropped in the other one. I drafted four running backs like straight away, like Brees Hall, Zeke. And then oh. Swift and Echo. Oh. I, dro- I drafted like the full contingent of running backs, and it was still like a a one flex league. <laughs> yeah, oh. yeah. I and it just abs- turned out to be a wide receiver year. <laughs> yeah, it was a wide receiver year, and my wide receivers in that league, I literally Gabe Davis, Phelan. Who else did I dropped oh. here? I got Brandon Cooks. Dang, I was like really banking on these late round Brandon guys. Brandon Cooks. We loved Brandon Cooks. Do you remember when we all loved him? 
Yep. Yeah. I, I, that was a good I weekend. <laughs> I hated him. Then I thought he was too low. And then all of a sudden I drafted him in Astro League. And then I booted him. And about two days later, it was oh, a real man. love-hate thing going for me. Yeah, that was like Elijah Moore for us. We dropped him yeah. afterwards. Oh, he he, mate, don't foreskin Elijah Moore. He might come up later. <laughs> okay. All right. That guy, he's literally done the Undertaker gif, hasn't he? <laughs> Fucking <laughs> fantasy. So he's back. He's just back and his skin's hanging off. <laughs> but he's back. <laughs> Fuck the Jets. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what to do with him. Yeah, Mike White's the GOAT. Um, we don't know any of their running backs anymore. I don't even know. Hey, we don't know a lot of teams' running backs. I just, I don't know. I used to know fantasy. Now, every week of this year, I feel like I just know less and less. <laughs> this <laughs> anyway. is a weird week, man. This is why I've got you two on the show, really. I need to do less analysis and just let you guys drive it because clearly I know nothing. Clearly, that's, I'm just here so I don't get fined. That's it. <laughs> Yeah, fair enough, Matty. I've enough. done analysis and I still know fuck all. It's a weird week. <laughs> yeah. Look, every week we get exposed, I reckon. Yes, <laughs> we do. I guess if you want to be right, don't be a fantasy football analyst. That's the, that's the <laughs> law. If you're going to try and make a career out of being right at stuff, I don't know. Do um do, do mathematics trivia or something. I don't know. So you can be right all the time. Uh, our show today, we've got the usual suspects, of course. We've got Pastries Galore coming from Manjolt on our first episode of the week. Dr. Good Call, you're going to be here for episode two. Can't wait for that because it was an interesting week. And uh, this week with a couple of good teams on by, it'll be fun seeing what happens there. Then, of course, a Fantasy Games. We're going to do a couple of them again. Um, the Who Am I has been a bit of fun, so I brought that back in and we'll play a second game. And then, of course, starts of the week. Yeah. And there may be someone who's pretty happy with themselves about starts of the week from last week and someone who set a record low um, who I'd pick on if he wasn't just kicking my ass. So um, that, that's a pretty good week of shows, right? Yeah. Sounding good. good. Okay. Good well, I reckon without further ado, we should get Manjot giving us the uh, the many superlative pastries. I like that we're calling them superlative pastries too. Yeah, sense. I think it's patented. Credit to Marky Mark. Right there. What's, what's the over-under on how many pastries get given here? Oh, fuck. We, uh, it's the 20, the 20 mark, I think 20, it is. 19 and a half. You, you got to have it as a half, don't you? Yeah. Isn't so, the rules? Yeah. Originally, there's what? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I think eight. there's like eight. Yeah. Eight originals. So, there you go. The other ones. So, it's going to be at least eight. But, yeah, I think 20 is a yeah, good mark. Yeah, I'll take mark. the over on eight. <laughs> yeah, 20 and a half is the mark, I reckon. 20 and a half? Okay. Uh, I think I should take Some of the pastries uh, almost expired. We've got to give some of this shit away. They're so sweet and fresh. Really? Yeah. Thanks for calling pastries. <laughs> Thanks for calling pastries. Pastries, pastries. I got all my pastries. Pastries, pastries. We get them while they hot. We get them while they hot. We get them while they hot. I'll tell you who was hot today, and that's Luka Doncic. But anyway, oh, oh boy, no, <laughs> did not need to remind me of that one. But yeah, look, we got we sweet got revenge for the playoff loss. Yes, <laughs> yeah, the like one the regular game of the year. <laughs> yeah, the one regular season win. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, look, we're question back. about basketball because you know the season, regular season. I don't even acknowledge it. I just call that qualifying, but. Did I see that Kemba Walker got moved somewhere this week? Where did Dallas. he wind up? 
He came to you? I was going to say that, but I just kind of went, well, I'm, I'm going to be wrong. Right. When you say down. he got moved, he got picked up for nothing, basically. <laughs> like he what was happened? literally a free agent. He's been a free agent forever. I just really? thought he was actually going to like retire, wow. to be okay. honest. February. Yeah. Okay. Seems mad to me. But all right. All right. Um, with that little uh, tangent <laughs> now cleaned up in my head. Um, the great thing about the NBA, though, is every offseason, people just move so wildly. It's so much fun turning up the next year and just working out who the, who the hell is in that jersey. Oh, shit. That guy moved there. Um, yeah. I kind of like that. I like that a lot. Good. Um, pastry time, though. Uh, have you been mm. whipping up the pastries this week with Mama Jot? Are you bringing some to the ground on Saturday for the uh, the second last regular season game in the ACC? Yeah, possibly. No, no, no patience, Maddie. No, I'm joking. Maddie. I mean, that's what I'm angling at is that uh, I've not been exercising for much of the last six weeks. I've been eating everything that's not nailed down, and I like pastry. That's all I'm aiming at. <laughs> yeah. Maddie's yeah. hit sixty kilos for the first time yeah. in his life. Yeah, <laughs> dominating. Good, it. it's good. Yeah, look. <laughs> yeah, it's. It's been a good week. Week 12 was wild. There's a lot of things going on in the NFL. Start off our, oh, our BS pastries, I guess we can say. All the, BS pastries. The superlative pastries. Yeah, the superlatives. God. Yep. Look, um, firstly, some Thanksgiving pastries. You know, firstly, pastries are the best side dish of Thanksgiving. Literally named my team after that content team this week. Had to had to put it out there. It is the best side dish. It should be a main dish, actually. So best main dish, you Americans can write and at me at Patient Press NFL if you want, but it's the best main out there. So I learned about someone who had marshmallows on their potatoes at Thanksgiving dinner. <laughs> Actual dish. They weren't bullshitting me. I saw a photo. Actually real. Can't understand it. <laughs> Actually that's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. That's like shot. Yeah. I know. That's what <laughs> I thought. I can't even have that, I think. <laughs> so I questioned it, and they're like, what are you questioning this on? I'm like, because there's marshmallow on potatoes. Firstly, I'm Irish. I'm really offended. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look, firstly, go give a pastry to the Bills for being Detroit's best NFL team. <laughs> Over the past week and a bit, they had what five in five days. They had two wins in Ford Field. The Lions haven't done that since 2016. So the Bills get the back-to-back of Detroit Pastries Awards. They're probably some good pastries too in Detroit. I don't know what flavors they put in there, but they'll be getting it from our pastry mm. shop in Detroit. I'm sure Bills Mafia don't destroy it. Don't destroy our our our. Shop, our shop. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, don't destroy our shop there because we have we have some good pastries that people need to eat and you guys better not be destroying that shop with your folding table exercises. Yeah. And, I mean, through COVID, folding ex- the folding tables, their sales went right up. So, I mean, I can only imagine it's been an absolute paradise for Bills fans for the last two years. <laughs> yeah, it must have been. It must have been. And then, look... Then I've got I've got another pastry, probably an angry one, a shit sandwich on on oh. behalf of me and Mark. Uh, it's going to the NFL for not flexing the four United Dolphins game to Sunday Night Football. Already talked about this a ton in our group chat. I think Maddie and Taylor at this point are probably like 
can you guys shut up about that 49ers Dolphins game coming up this week? You know, we got the Vikings Jets, we got Bills Patriots, we got all of these great games. You guys are just talking about this one game. You guys should be really shutting up. And I'm like, we do not care, guys. No, nah, <laughs> yeah. I'm in full arousal for that game. I reckon it's going to be bonerific. Yeah, that's going to be a good game. Yeah, it's, not- it's not even on Australian national TV. They're not even showing it on ESPN or 7, mate. They're showing Josh Jacobs for some reason. Come well, on, well, man. Why isn't the Jags, the, the Jags and, uh, and, and Lions game getting more love? Because that's going to be an offensive bomb. Neither yeah. team has a defense. That's going to be points, points, points. Yeah, that's going to be an interesting one. Two teams that never made the Super Bowl. That's my, like, one association between those two teams is that the two out of the four teams that never made it. So it's like... They're both big cats? You never thought of that one? Jaguar? Lion? Okay, they're kind of... I'm buying you a zoo book for Christmas, mate. Yeah, more more related in... More related (laughs) in more ways than one. A lion would destroy a jaguar in a fight. If it could catch it. (laughs) So, So running away counts. Does it? Well, I, I haven't seen a lion climb a tree yet, so just saying. Scaredy cat. <laughs> just going to wait for the dive starvation. Holds the power. <laughs> <laughs> you, it's a warfare tactic. Whoever holds the height holds the power. Moving on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There'll be no follow-ups. <laughs> um, moving on. I guess the most angry paced performer of the week. Sorry, Taylor, but I've got to give it to Ted Karras for saying it. He's like, fuck you, Tennessee. Right up yours, Tennessee. He was saying that to the entire crowd. Most angry pitch performer of the week for sure, Ted Karras. I was quoting him, by the way. Not trying to swear here, but Ted Karras, 100%. Has to get the most angry pitch performer of the week after that. Uh, honorary mention in that category to Mac Jones for slamming his helmet straight <laughs> after their loss. Doing the Pete Ryan, yep. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, no, can't go there, right, Maddie? Can't go there. It's a joke only two people get. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think I get that. <laughs> oh, you were there just... for the helmet slam. We were commentating that game anyway. Oh, yeah, possibly. <laughs> it was from very close to the ground. It was not much of a helmet slam, but uh, right. but yeah, Mac had a go. He had a go. Yeah, he had a go. Marcus Bagdadis on that helmet. Have you ever seen yeah. Marcus Bagdadis racket abuse? I saw him I once. Pull one straight out of the bag just to abuse it. He, he didn't hit a tennis ball with it. He just took it out of the packaging while he was on a drink break and just smashed it into the into the court until it broke and then pulled out the next one and then went and played. <laughs> yeah, I saw I, I've seen a few clips of him doing that. Nick Kyrgios also Canberra boy doing that sort of thing. Yeah. Definitely. It's definitely. not funny, but it's really funny. <laughs> yeah. Now I do have an interesting one here. For the Broncos, aka the team I'm not allowed to mention on Good Egg Gridiron. I'm going to give them the Dumpster Fire Award. And this is why they're actually literally a dumpster fire this week, losing to the Panthers, but also literally a dumpster fire because one of the Panthers touchdowns, Sam Donald simply did a stop, drop, and roll on them. So definitely they, they were on fire in the worst possible way, the Broncos. And Sam Donald just took out all the flames, scoring that touchdown with the stop, oh. drop, and roll maneuver. I, I don't think any, I don't think anyone else got that, but yeah, that's what we say. I think everyone does it: the stop, drop, and roll. America and Australia. So, because yeah, so. it was Ronald McDonald that taught me that. 
Yes. Well, did he uh, teach you that too, Major? We're 20 years in age difference, so maybe not. But shit. Ronald McDonald well, taught me to stop, drop, and roll. Go from like a picture book, I think. So must it was a Macca's more- ad where Ronald McDonald is in this house with these kids and he's teaching them to stop, drop, and roll and like touch the door with the back of your hand, see if the fire's outside. Oh, okay, okay. I think I remember this. This is very vague. God, very, very you, would have been, you would have been very young. Yeah. All you've seen. Talking about Carson Wentz. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. I haven't heard of Carson Wentz in weeks. I, I forgot that he existed. <laughs> yeah. I actually I actually forgot he existed because Taylor Heineke is, is impressive. Oh, he's on very, fire. Uh, see, on we fire. brought him back it, to fire. Yeah. Carson needs to slip, slop, and slap on the sideline. He's going to get burnt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's true. Yeah, slip, slop, slap. Seek slide nowadays. That's what they say. There you go. We're going with all the Aussie ads today. So yeah, there's a, there's a few. I'm gonna give a tour the best first half of the season, uh, first half of a game this season. Page performer award for the entire Dolphins team actually. Don't get me started. Not just tour because that freaking that Texans team just stopped and dropped and rolled after being burnt on there. They, they should have been doing the stop, drop, and roll. They scored 15 in the second half and absolute garbage time, but really, did anyone care? Maybe me. I was a bit worried the Dolphins were going to choke that, but they came through. They came through and won it anyway. Weirdest game. It though. actually sucks ass when you have a quarterback or a wide receiver against them. Well, it oh, actually yeah. is a bad matchup. Even though they aren't good at all at stopping you, you were just so far in front at half time that you do nothing in the second half. I called it in the messenger group. I'm like, I- yeah. I've got 280 yards or something out of two and one touchdown. That's all I'm getting. Because I-, I-, I didn't even know he w- would get benched. I figured there was a chance. But even without him getting benched, he just does nothing because he doesn't have to. <laughs> yeah. I-, I don't know who's getting... I don't know who got beaten worse. The Texans... All the West Indies today in the cricket in the first day of the test match. Ouch. Yeah, man. I think both were expecting to get their ass kicked. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, yeah. The days when the West Indies were good, man, you wouldn't even know. They were the best. I literally owned like an entire West Indies kit when I lived in New Zealand. I actually liked the West Indies more than like New Zealand when I lived there. Fair enough. Curly Ambrose. Oh my God! How do you not love Curly Ambrose? Anyone who's not from this island who doesn't know who Curly Ambrose is, pause the podcast and go and Google it. Curly Ambrose. Back in the day when everyone had the same shirt and it was just like the exact same pattern but just in different colours, like the emblem on it, and I just love the West Indies with the um, like the palm tree on the on the shoulder. Yeah. Yeah. And I was wondering today, like, I was watching that test match because for no, some reason I was just bored out of my mind. So you would I have to thought, be, yep. Yeah, because goddamn cricket's going down. Not because cricket isn't good, but, yeah, that, that match is not going to be good. Yeah, but, but <laughs> yeah. cricket's Mar- going Mar- downhill yeah. at this point. I think, yeah, cricket's kind of going this downhill spiral, but that's for another podcast that I can talk yep. about. But, yeah, it's just, yeah, I was sitting there watching i was like what the hell would the west indies national anthem be and then like i found out they actually have one yeah. i'm like dang round the west indies didn't yeah. even know that and i've been watching cricket forever so there you go I'm, i've been focusing on other sports more than this nfl thing i think uh, yeah. this week, well, even though- the well, irish rugby team is a combined northern and republic team and they sing a combined song too when irish eyes are smiling 
before their rugby games. So, you know, all these oh. conglomerate countries, they find ways to make compromise. Oh, that's nice. That's nice. Yeah. Oh, okay. More pastries now. I think our audience is starting to dwindle off after our talk about non-football footballs. Look, the Jets, Mike White, I've got to give him a pastry. Just Here we be- go. Yeah, the best quarterback to be throwing in black uniform awards. Yeah, he's the best quarterback uh, to ever be. The not the not Zach Wilson award. Okay, yeah, well, not Zach. I mean, outside of the Raiders, outside of the Raiders, okay. the, uh, the team that Shut had up. a black Alton. Oh, oh shit! Wait, wait, wait. He only won starts of the week this week. Like, I don't know yeah. about an NFL game. <laughs> Trevor won starts of the week this week. Fuck's sake, man! Most important okay. thing on earth. Super Bowl okay, be damned, start of the week. Yeah, but wait, wait, wait. Trevor's getting his own award too. Don't worry. Yeah, he's... but he wears a black uniform and he's better than Mike the Goat. <laughs> yeah, okay, okay, fine, fine. <laughs> fine. Well, well, let's skip to the Trevor Award then. Let's go. Um, Trevor Lawrence, he gets the clutch award this week. I had my doubts about him being clutch in the last minute of games. Same. He literally led a game-winning drive, got a touchdown, also, Doug Peterson gets an award for trendsetter of the week because after Doug Peterson's two-point conversion, the Chargers did the same thing. Brandon Staley did a two-point conversion at the end of his game to win it. So, yeah, there was a couple. So, he started a trend, essentially, to try and win the game at the end there. Started the trend this week, at least. Let's win, baby. And Manny, yeah, you've got to be, be happy being a Jaguars fan to actually know that you guys won in the clutch for once because it's been rough this year. Been rough this year, but four wins in the same year is as many wins as the Packers have. It's just madness. Yeah. It's madness. It's weird. Um, yeah. Haven't and, seen and, this. And we're like, oh, we're out of first in our division. <laughs> Wait, we haven't seen this since like 2018, have we, with the Packers and Jaguars being on the same level. Essentially, in a while, yeah. I mean, I don't yeah. think the Packers played in the am championship I, am game. I meant that to year. just let that really shitty, like, not truthful comment just slide that you're a win out, even though you're three games behind. Yeah, I do something to get a calculator and get all precious, but fucking whatever. <laughs> whatever. Didn't need yeah. a calculator, mate. Uh, it's straight straight off the noggin. <laughs> I'm just yeah. trying to get a little bit of sunshine in my life, Taylor. Why are you going to take the sun away from me? Why are you going to rain on me, mate? Why are you stealing oh, mate, my wind? I'm here for nothing but rain. You are being a win thief. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm a massive player. Oh, <laughs> From the land of the long white cloud, in fact. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What about what about the Browns though? They got the beating Tom Brady in the clutch award. I think that 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 deserves its own award, uh, the Browns for what they did. Nick Chubb getting a game winning touchdown right there. Uh, who else is enjoying Tom Brady just not winning much? Yeah, I think it's it's long overdue. He's been winning pretty much for the longest time at this point, 20-ish years, 21 years now. He's been winning and winning. It's about time he starts losing at this point. He's lost pretty much everything. Like, he's lost, what, six games at this point. He's lost his, lost his wife. He lost his entire family and shit. Like, man, he's been having some big losses this year. Not trying to drag yeah. the divorce in. Not not joking there, but it's been a rough year for him. Tough year for so Tommy. It has. I've just enjoyed the losing on the field, not the off the field thing. But yeah, it's just been rough for him. 
feel yeah. like he should he might have had to retire i think that's the that's a sad part about it he should have retired at this point do you think he's going to do Ricky Ponting and just he'll he'll just be shite for a whole year and then just right at the end have like two good innings and that'll be it. Yeah, yeah. Versus India in, in at the SCG 2011. I remember it took that. a year for it to happen. And you're like, yeah. you should have retired, mate. And then you just had two great innings on the way out. And you go, yeah, you probably still should have retired a year ago. <laughs> There's been an unbelievable amount of cricket chat. On this, this podcast so yeah. far, it's the and first day of the summer. It is, the first day. It is yeah. the first day of summer. By the time we finish talking tonight, it will be December one. In our part of the world, seasons change on the first day of months divisible by three. Tomorrow is first of December, so we're all into the summer talk. That's, that's yeah. It. And it's the first day of the cricket summer. I do not care about the T20 World Cup, no. whatever series was against Zimbabwe or England or whatever. Once, other once series. New Zealand were out. T20 World Cup didn't exist for me anymore. Yeah, it was just, uh, yeah. That was the team that was going to be fun to cheer for. Once they were out, it was no fun anymore. Yeah. It, the we're just giving it to it. India and the ODIs. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I, I mean, I was okay with India not making it as well. Sorry, man. I, I know that there's sort of a, there's a bit of a connection there and they're a nice second team to cheer for. But uh, who wants to see an Eng- England-Pakistan final? The real final needed to be New Zealand-India, didn't it? And when it wasn't going to happen, it's like, yeah, it's yeah, it's, yeah. Cricket's just cricket's just weird, I guess. Yeah. yeah, another clutch award going to Justin Herbert. Same thing as Trevor didn't actually win much in the clutch this year until that one drive against the Cardinals. Good job to Justin Herbert for actually winning in the clutch. Um, the 49ers, obviously, I I can't go too. I've already got one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, but, they don't. It was the NFL who you gave one to that involved yeah. the 49ers. Yeah. It was the NFL getting that shit sandwich of what I think it was. Yeah. Yeah. But here, the 49ers get a good one, though. They get the We Own the Saints Offense Award. And that's because they've shut out the Saints four times. The last four Saints shutouts, the 49ers have been involved in all of them. And they broke a streak of 332 games or something. Pretty much 21 years since week 17, 2001, where the Saints haven't been shut out. So, essentially, that's something we've probably never seen before, is the Saints be shut out. I don't think any of us are watching football at that time. So, this is a first for all of us. We see the Saints actually being shut out in a game for once. So, that is something completely random we haven't seen. We had Drew Brees for a long time there. He never got shut out. So, yeah. The no shutout streak ended. What is that? Some, like the Aaron Brooks era? Like how how far? Yeah, that'd be like man? Aaron Brooks. Oh Might boy, be before that. What, Why did you guys like, leave it so long? Why didn't you just do it earlier? Yeah, they oh. had what Jake Delhome back in the day. He before played, he um, ended up in Carolina or after? Yeah, before what? he played for them in 1999. But I think this was definitely Aaron Brooks era. Mm. I'll definitely be checking that. But yeah, look. The 49ers somehow, some way, just the last four times they have actually played in this uh, the Saints. The last four shutouts the Saints have had have been against the 49ers each and every single time, which is just so weird to me. So weird. Yeah. But look, yeah, it was definitely the Aaron Brooks era. He played for them from 2000 to 2005. So there you go. There you go. Not there you bad, go. Manny. 
But yeah, that's the end of the super- superlative pace perform awards. Oh. We're probably about 30 minutes into the podcast at this point, and half our viewers aren't listening. But here's the real ones. Let's get it going. All right, let's get it on. Look, thanks to the GOAT, Mike White, the rookie pace performer, Garrett Wilson, 95 yards, two touchdowns. I think we also got to give a little one more superlative. We got to give it to Elijah Moore, the risen from the dead page performer award for actually catching a touchdown this week. We haven't seen Elijah Moore pretty much the whole season. We yeah. dropped him in Astro after picking him up in the fourth round. We thought he was going to be an absolute gun this year in fantasy. He, he's just fallen off. He's had like zero, 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 zero everywhere. And now he's finally got a decent game. So, Elijah Moore, welcome back to the NFL because you're finally back, mate. The only comeback that I'd be more impressed with by now is if Madeline McCann turns up. My God, this has been a heck of a comeback. A guy who has just vanished, just vanished. Um, That's what it would take to impress me more than Elijah Moore. Amazing. Yeah. Thought he was dead. Giving it up. Yeah. (laughs) God dang. So, the... The Aussie Page Performer Award, got give it to Cameron Johnston. Seven punts, 350 punting yards, a 50 average there, and two punts inside the 20. That, that's the best the Texan could do at all in that first half was just let Cameron Johnston unload the ball and kick it like a million miles. That was pretty much it. So you got the Aussie Page Performer of the Week Award. Now, Defensive Page Performers of the Week, Got Max Crosby, massive part of the end of the game. Massive part of the Raiders win. Yeah. We love that. Max Crosby. Yeah. How much fun is it that he's Max with two X's, by the way? Yeah, I love that. <laughs> First NFL player actually to like a pastry pace, 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 yeah. um, post. That was in the 98 days of the NFL season last year. He liked that off. So, yeah, Max Crosby always just a special place in my heart. Yeah, so, another yeah. guy who doesn't play in San Francisco like the 49ers, but likes likes your content. He did. He did. Yeah, that was good. A uh, special shout-out to Boy Boyasad Alowukan from the Jaguars as well. Gets an honorary pastry for his 18 tackles. Don't know how, but this guy just always does all the tackles. I, I gave him a long spiel and good acronym this week, so Maddie, you've got to be listening to that one. because You know I I'll him, be listening. Come on. Yeah, Come on. I gave him about a three-minute long speech in my team of the week this week. But, yeah. A lot of that is trying to get his name out, though. I mean, if you don't <laughs> really plan for it, his name does take a bit of a run-up to get right. <laughs> yeah, Foyosad Aloukan. Foyosad Aloukan, yeah. It was like yeah. Yannick Ngokwe when he first came out. You needed to really take the time to get it right the first two or three three times and then that neural pathway gets burnt in and you're okay <laughs> yeah gosh yeah 18 total tackles for foyer son i don't have 18 career total tackles so this is really impressive the guy talked that up same. in one hour same i don't even have that in flag i don't even have 18 total flag tackles you see oh his god dang it's it's wrong <laughs> yeah that's so funny yeah gosh oh boy uh yeah so you got so- that's AFC defense. Which way are you going now? NFC defense? Oh, yeah. Just had a sneeze there. Whoops. You all right, mate? Uh, yeah, full on sneeze today. That's my bad. But yeah. yeah you've um, been sneezing. NFC, I've been coughing. It's been awful, mate. Yeah. NFC going with Talanoa Hufunga. Nine tackles. But look, that one false fumble on the goal line. 
yeah that was just enough for me just if I'm not seeing safeties or linebackers or any defenders in this generation doing that, flying into Alvin Kamara of all people and just getting him to fumble the ball. Well, I just saw Talanoa fumble. It was on the goal line too. He he literally put his helmet and that ball went straight out. Like, come on, man. That was a good – it wasn't even helmet. It was actually shoulder. A lot of times, it's like the helmet hits the arm. I think this time it was the shoulder from Hufunga. But, yeah, he deserves it this week on the NFC side. Massified the nice defense that stopped them, stopped the Saints from doing anything on offense. They're like yeah. no, they had no rushing yards. The Saints pretty much. They had no like points at all, and yeah, literally no points. They had barely any passing yards unless it was Olave catching it. So that was a that was a good performance by the Niners defense. So Kofunga definitely deserved, I reckon. Now the so, he's easy to cheer for. That's what I like. Oh, yeah. It's so easy to cheer for. Yeah, you, you say lightning and funga, right? <laughs> yeah, lightning and a funga, funga. So yeah. imagine dragon song. I love that. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Look, offensive page performance, AFC, is this any surprises? It's Trevor. Taylor's boy, Josh Jacobs. Hey. Now he he died. Sadly, he's uh he's he's uh, finished with the pastries. Uh, we won't see him again until Dr. Goodcall, I'm afraid. But, oh, dang. Um, that's a pity because he would have had something to say about this one. Yeah, Josh Jacobs, absolutely incredible. 300 total yards, two touchdowns. Might see him a bit later, let's just say. Offense, the other side, the NFC, had to go Jalen Hurts because he was just running all over the Packers, 157 rushing yards. Still had two passing touchdowns as well. Yeah. So. Jalen uh, Hurts, he was amazing. I thought, I thought that was a great game by him. Definitely showing why he's one of the best quarterbacks in the league now, especially this season. Should be in the MVP conversation, probably third in my opinion after Mahomes and Tua. Yeah, I mean, I don't know that there's an NFC quarterback who's played better than him. Some total for the year. Yeah, um, it's it's hard to go past that when you're. The quarterback on the team that's winning the most, it probably puts you in a good spot to yeah. stake a claim, right? A hundred percent. A hundred percent. But he's doing it in a way that's unique to no, no other quarterback in his side of the um, the league are, are doing it the way he's doing it. Like, Fields can run a bit, but he just can't pass as well. And mm. they're not winning. So, it's just he's doing some elements that are the same, but it's just... Yeah, he's yeah. kind of like the, the wish version of Jalen Hurts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but look, a lot of running, a lot of passing, so Jalen Hurts definitely deserves it. My fantasy page performer, if you had him, you're probably winning in most of your leagues. It was definitely Josh Jacobs. Jacobs. Yeah, Jacobs, he was incredible. Going to pull up the stats. I'm pretty sure he had like 40 piece, didn't he, Matty? He scored a lot of points. I mean, we talked about this in the uh, at the start of the show. In a league, I started him and he scored me 75.8 or something like that because <laughs> <laughs> uh, the scoring is khaki as hell. But, yeah, in any league, what? You're getting 30 for the yards because he had 300 yards. You're then getting a couple of touchdowns as well. So that puts you over 40 straight away. That's even without PPR. Yeah, it was... It was good. It was good by him. Yeah. Very 48, it says, on sleeper. So I was underestimated in PPR. 
So yeah, he dropped nearly a 50 piece. So he probably won you most of your matchups. So there you go. Josh, Josh Jacobs, definitely the guy right there that you wanted this week to win in your league. And then come up to the big one, the pastry performer of the week award. And no surprises here. It's Josh Jacobs. Oh, okay, Josh Jacobs. Yeah, Jacobs. Sorry. But look, Jacobs is dropping 48 in fantasy. He literally won the game for the Raiders this week against the Seahawks. Raiders making a small comeback now. Bit late, I reckon, but yep. they're making that record a bit more respectable at this point. So I think Jacobs, him, Adams, Carr, pretty good trio out there. Game-winning touchdown. He had... 227 yards in the ground, 73 in the receiving game on six catches, two rushing touchdowns, including the game winner, 86 yards, taking it to the house, putting the Seahawks in second place in the NFC West, game behind the Niners. So I'm massively grateful for Josh Jacobs. There's no bias at all for me, though. He was just the best this week. Yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't matter who we played for. That was a heck of a day. Um, and I think yeah, they're actually making a bit of a race at the bottom of that AFC West now as well, where it looked like the Raiders were just just come last there by some distance. And now all of a sudden, look out, Denver. Yeah, Denver without the tiebreaker. Raiders have the tiebreaker on them. So it's going to be ugly for the dumpster fire Broncos. But we shall not mention them like we do in Good A Gridiron because there's way better teams to talk about. There's 31 yep. other teams that are better than them. It really is. Oh, well, no, 30. I guess Houston aren't. <laughs> okay, maybe there's like the Browns and the other teams. And yeah, Well, the Browns yeah, are better than Tampa, so I think we got to talk about the Browns. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Talk about the Browns more than Broncos. You know what That's I think true. we should do is scrap record, right? And we should actually just say, well, you can win games and you can lose games, but we need to rank you college football style and have a committee each week decide what what it is, really. I think that's how we should decide NFL. Don't worry about if you actually won or not. It's well, it was only the uh, the Texans. So, you know, if you beat them by only 15, that's not an impressive win, Miami. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you've got to – I reckon that's good. Quality power of win. I think oh, we cool. should have that. That's how the NFL should be done. Yeah, there'll be a pastry power rankings coming out on Thursday. So, it'll probably be up by <laughs> the time. Yeah, I'm just going to sort out my graphics, but that's it. But yeah, there'll be one up there for you, Maddie. Come on. Well, let me summarize real quick because I I feel like I just completely missed who the rookie was. Ah, uh, that was Garrett Wilson. Yeah, yeah. I didn't Garrett like Wilson, five catches, nine five yards, two touchdowns. Deserved it this week, I reckon. He did, and all he needed was Mark the Goat White. Yeah, Zach Wilson, his fellow Wilson, wasn't good enough. So no. yeah, they had to get someone else. Yeah. Look, Zach Wilson has turned a lot into Wilson from Castaway. Um, yeah. Not, not so good. Literally. Yeah. Literally right. like Wilson from Castaway. Yeah. Just- he probably plays quarterback better than Zach Wilson, to be honest. Unbelievable. Uh, although I was impressed with Sam Darnold too, which, uh, you know, I <laughs> never wrong, just just early. <laughs> I mean, I've been Sam. Sam Darnold truth for years. But anyway, look, uh, Cam Johnson, I think, did a terrific job. Texans are definitely going to give him chances to punt, and he actually punted really well. Not just volume, it's about quality of what he does, and he did a terrific job this week to out-punt Mitch Wisnowski because it's actually yep. the Wis- Mitch Wisnowski Memorial Award most weeks. Uh, of course, <laughs> with between the AFC and the NFC, 
FC, Max Crosby and Hafunga, I think, are fair recipients of a, a pastry for defense, right? Of course. Yeah. Especially with the impacts they had on their games and the way their games were won, you know. To 100%. hold the team scoreless, Hofunga has a huge part in that, especially on that one very important play. Max Crosby changes the game with that late play in the uh, overtime period. And then, of course, Jacobs changes the game altogether with his long run in the overtime. Although he'd done amazing keep them in the game in the first place and hurts uh, pretty well just doing it his way against Green Bay. Um and then, of course, just Jacob sweeps the pool, right? He does the Joe Mixon and just picks up yeah. three awards. Yeah, it's been a ton of guys that picked up three awards. Yeah. In the page performer sort of segment. Yeah, Mixon. I think Kelsey had a week where he picked up at least two of them. Yeah, I yeah. mean, pretty much most weeks, the page. there's only been one week, I think, where the page performer of the week hasn't picked up another award. I think that was one of the weeks where... Yeah, I just spread it out between a ton of people. So, yeah, there's a few weeks where it's just hard. But, look, it's it's going to be good. doesn't happen all the time, but it does happen. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Well, I think that puts a big wrap on the pastries. Uh, show one of the week. Uh, we've, we've lost Taylor somewhere along the way, but he will be back for the Dr. Good Call show. And, of course, you can catch all Manjot's pastry performers across everything on the other podcast. You want to quickly give that a plug now here, Manjot? Oh, uh, yeah. We've got um, we've got Good Egg Grind for the Pastry Performer Team of the Week. I'll also be putting up this week, I promise, I'll be putting up the Pastry Performer Awards and the Pastry Performer Team of the Week as soon as I can this week. I know I've been a bit lack on both of them. Haven't done it since, like, week three. So it's probably about time I do return the series to its original, original place, Pastry Press NFL on Instagram. Yeah, I think it's about, about time. I think it's about time we put yeah. it up there. It's about damn time. Catch your song <laughs> yeah. ever. Uh, well done, my friend. Uh, I reckon we, we just got to dig Taylor out from wherever he is. He's going to do an Elijah Moore and come back from the dead for this next segment. Um, and uh, we'll be back for episode two of the week with the Doctor. This is the Aussie NFL Fantasy Show. And they just went in, I don't know, put up 40 fucking points. And then none of it went to basically anyone. It didn't make any sense. It's okay, so I did the math wrong there. Oh, you definitely weren't wrong. I was just trying to work out what it had anything to do with CJ Moore. Aussie. Baker sucks pure ass. Well, he's so bad. I think it's Baker, to be honest. That's the problem. NFL. One should have been a Hall of Famer if he didn't get fucked up. You know, I'll, I'll take uh, Maddie C's fucker. Fantasy. To the Colts' credit, they've got great fans who send out death threats to people because they said that uh, they commented in age well. He had a photo, I'm assuming it was his kid. Looks like he was from Fraggle Rock. This is the Aussie NFL Fantasy Show. I hope you don't yeah. listen to the rest of the fucking podcast. You'll, you'll lose <laughs> even more. Like, I'm not the fan. Sending AV or Lavion, they're both shitheads.